We love D&Co, the leading clothing and lifestyle brand for sizes 14 to 32. They offer a range of brands through the Dia shop, as well as personalized shopping experiences through a curated Dia style box subscription. You can shop all of our favorite looks through the link in our TikTok and Instagram bios. And use code SWIPEFAT to get 30% off your first order. For more information, go to dia.com slash SWIPEFAT. And you think I'm sexy. Okay. Wow. That real strong, real strong beginning. Um, what? That's Alex, guys. <laughs> and I'm Nikki. If you want my body and you think I'm sexy. And this is Swipe Fat. I think Come Alex- on, sugar, let me know. <laughs> I think Alex is really excited because we have um, a dating coach on yes. today. So we said last episode, we put it into the universe that we wanted a matchmaker, a dating coach on. And then um, <laughs> I put a TikTok, a TikTok up. A tippy top? A tippy top. I put a TikTok up asking uh, single men to uh, rate my profile to see what was going on with it. And two matchmakers like stitched it. Mm-hmm. And one of them, Kristen from Dateology on TikTok, she stitched it and like dropped a shit ton of knowledge on me like real quick she like came in mic drop yeah hard yeah, um yeah. so I immediately damned her and I was like I need you to come on <laughs> I was like we I know. want you yeah we need you so she's the dateology coach she is a certified dating coach and dating behaviorist she has a podcast called the dateology coach podcast and she also does dating profile things um and like she'll help you up uh, like edit and update your profile so that you can get more matches Mm -hmm. um, or more quality matches Matches. depends what you're looking for but she can help you curate your um dating profiles yeah so you can go and find her at dateologycoach.com or find her on TikTok at dateologycoach. So like, let's just get her on, right? Let's get her on. We Hi, have so many, so many questions. So many questions. The list goes on. Hi, Kristen. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I appreciate it. We're so excited. Yeah, I was <laughs> I'm singing. excited. I was singing before because I was just in it. I'm in such a good mood about it. What were you singing? <laughs> If you want my body and you think I'm sexy, because it's you know such a TikTok song right now. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> because we they, they get stuck in my head. They it really does get stuck in your head. That brown, purple, blue one. I which one wow. is that one? I could, I could be, be brown. brown. I could oh. be blue. That one. And it's like all the traumatic events that ever happened. I love the way. people when it, like it. You'll see the beginning of one of those TikToks, and then someone just cuts in and says. So she went to a carnival and then she met this guy and then they got stuck in the Ferris wheel and they, they just run through the whole thing yeah. in like 10 seconds. Like, yeah, because it you. takes so long. That's yep. what we need. That's yep. what we need. I'm like, they're so sad. They are. Yeah. There's a lot of like, trauma. Like, this is not what I want my For You page to be like. I don't right want to be on trauma talk anymore. <sighs> yeah. Yep. No more. Well, we actually met on TikTok because mm-hmm. you stitched my hinge profile and you really... You, you hit me with a mic drop hard. I was, I was a little like, oh, cause typically I like to contact the creator and say, Hey, is it okay if I stitch? Because that platform really, it can be set up to harass and bully people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're not prepared for it, I've been like, I've been on the internet and I've had a public persona for well over 10 years. So 
I, like I'm pretty, I'm pretty thick skinned, but not everybody is. Yeah. And so I, I thought, well, okay, I'm, I, I'll just, you know, I'll, uh, I'll softball it I, because it was so, I knew, I knew as soon as you posted it, I'm like, oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. I know what it is. I didn't even have to find your Instagram. Yeah, another matchmaker told me it was my prompts, but you, I think you really, uh, which I've thought about a lot, but you're, you saying it's because I'm a public persona. Like mm-hmm. I was like, well, fuck, I didn't think about that. I just have my Instagram attached so you can see it. But like, I don't really like promote the podcast, like in there, you don't, you, you don't see my fat girl outfits of the day. You don't, you just see my still photos. So mm-hmm. like, they see what I look like. And then you were hit me with, nah, I found you so quickly. Your prompts I- are great. Now yours, you have the dog and says, I'm looking for a good male influence. Yeah. Yeah. That's adorable. Okay. That's great. You know, you want to stay like upbeat. You want to be, um, you want to be fun, but you also want to show some substance. And I mm-hmm. thought you did that very, very, I, th- I loved your profile. Oh, okay. Great. I loved your profile. Great. Uh, but as soon as I, I, I mean, I just knew <laughs> I was like, well, they've got a pretty public, they've made a brand, they've made a platform yeah. and that's that can be really intimidating to somebody considering to date, especially for a woman. Mm -hmm. It's especially for a woman um, because I think men, you know, we're so comfortable sharing and being vulnerable and opening up. And a lot of men struggle with that. And so the level of vulnerability involved with talking about your personal life, Mm -hmm. they're just not used to it. Hmm. And so it, it kind of, it's, it's a little unsettling for them. And then they think, well, am I just, they just trying to get fodder for their podcast? Are they just looking for content? I've been called, or I was when I was online dating, I actually met my boyfriend on OkCupid and I, people refer to me, oh, you're a professional dater. Mm. You know, no, (laughs) no, I actually, I don't, I don't think that's what I do. I think I'm a writer. I think I'm a this, I'm a that, but that's how they saw me. Interesting. You know? And I think it was such a blind spot for me, not even to think about it because I was in radio for seven years and that was intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point you could say I was a professional dater because I would have Tinder conversations and read them on air for a bit, but now I'm like, they're not going to find out about my podcast until I tell them about it. <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. I'm like, well, fuck me. Yeah, like, I mean, and, and you, I'm sure you see the TikToks from women who are saying, I got his first name and that he was on the crew team in Harvard yeah. and I found his LinkedIn page. Like, I, I found part everything. Of, part of it was also, I didn't think they were smart enough. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. I do know. Uh, oh, okay. So my profile is good. That's yeah, it's now. great. Right. It's on link. I don't put my socials on, but I I already unlinked. So I don't put mine on, but that, but I think like Nikki's also getting used to like the having the persona again because you didn't and now you do again. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm an influencer for my full time job. Mm -hmm. And so, and plus the podcast, I was like, I don't want anyone to know any of that. really until we start dating and I can explain it the way I want to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I want to own the narrative. Right. Exactly. And that, that's the thing in in the early days, yield early days of social media. That was when I was sort of starting out, if I'm probably dating myself a little (laughs) bit here, but we weren't really savvy about you know, the breadcrumb trail and leading people to your, to this and to that and to what page and 
it, it didn't occur to people that, um, that people would find your pages. And the, the, the reason why that's such a problem is they get, and this is in general, like when people ask you to, for your socials, that, you know, that needs to be earned. Your mm-hmm. access to your social media needs to be earned because it makes you very vulnerable. Yeah. You know, and they learn so much about you and you don't know anything about them. And it's a very uneven playing field. So even if they're not a public figure, you don't suggest a plus size woman should put their profile on there so they get more pictures of them? I think what might be a good idea is to create an Instagram page strictly for dating profiles mm. and curate, curate it in, in, a, in a way that uh, you're, you, can main, you can maintain some privacy. Mm. And that's what I tell clients because people do get more responses when they link their social media because it's a, it's a level of, um, uh, what's the word when they like familiarity, like it's a level of verification, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Oh, okay. They have a Spotify or they have this. Uh, so they're a real person because scamming is just so prominent now. It's so Mm -hmm. common. Uh, so I always tell clients create, you know, create a page strictly for dating profiles. Okay. And, And I think, you know, and just like have a last, don't even put your last initial or, you know, mm. I wouldn't make up a name because then you kind of have to explain it, okay. you know, but I, I think that would be, I think that's the best way to go. Okay. That's, that's a good idea. I think, especially a like a little fence stuff for dating. Yep. Yeah. That mm-hmm. you update like once a week or like, well, I mean, an average person, I don't think post on Instagram even once a week. So no. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Once a month, uh, that's fine. <laughs> once a month. Um, so I think that's a great idea. Um, is, and then yeah. it can help bear, like validate and show your body at multiple angles. So like, you know, that they know. That. Yeah. I think that's a, the question we get a lot is the, like, how, how do I show my body in a way that's not fat fishing um, mm-hmm. so that I'm being accurate about how I look like without, I don't know, like tips and tricks for that. So like, we're always suggesting things that we think work for us yeah um and I think one of those for Nikki was putting up her socials was my yeah was having an Instagram on there so you saw me like at all different angles so like Mm -hmm. I never had to worry so yeah that's uh, you know this is as much as people say you have to post a full body shot right like you have to you have to I don't I tell I tell my women clients that that date men uh if you don't it's about safety first Mm -hmm. and foremost it's about safety if you don't feel safe posting a full body shot, don't do it. Mm. Just, just don't do it. You know, we feel this obligation to uh, show men our bodies, to give men access to our bodies. Meanwhile, they're all in hats and sunglasses and puffer jackets, and they yeah. don't feel the same. It's not reciprocated. And what really irritates me, I can remember a few months ago, there was some guy and he was, he said, you know, ladies, and I hate when women are referred to as ladies by men or women. Or you females. Know, lady, uh, that's like the biggest <laughs> of red flags. <laughs> like, you know, ladies, you know, you should just post, maybe if you posted a full body shot, you wouldn't encounter these dates where they're so rude you. And it's like, no, 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 no. Maybe you should um, have a rule for yourself that I'm just not gonna swipe right on anybody that doesn't have a full body shot. Why are you putting yeah. it on her? Mm-hmm. Like be responsible for your own swiping. 
you know, again, here we go where the onus is always put on the women. Yeah. And they take no responsibility. And Not that just agreed. doesn't work with me. So smart. I think we all do that in dating. It's like, I always put this, everything on myself. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we're just women. And that's, yeah. that, that's where that's sort of imposed on us from a very young age. Like if a relationship doesn't work out, if he cheats on you, Oh, what happened? They yeah, automatically like assume, oh, she wrong. must not have been having sex with him. Right. Oh, she must've been. And it's always put on us. Right. The responsibility of everything is put on us. Yeah. You know, and we yeah. internalize that. Oh, I love that this is turning into therapy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, what I'm nervous, but what did you think about my role? <laughs> okay. Uh, so, okay. Here's the, my concern with the first photo is you have sunglasses, sunglasses on, on yeah. and you're turned to the side. Mm-hmm. That first photo really should be a close up of your face, just your face. Yeah. Smiling, have a nice backdrop if you can, but just of your face. What my concern about that photo is so you have the sunglasses and you're turned to the side. So mm-hmm. immediately, whether we're conscious of this or not, that adaptive unconscious in our brain is going to go, hmm, what's what's being hidden here? Mm. Right. Because what we want is transparency. We want to take the picture from straight on. Yeah. And I think a lot of your pictures, you are contorted in some way, mm. which uh, of course we're as women, like we, that's, again, that's just how we are is we're, we're made to feel shame about our bodies, no matter the yeah. size. Uh, and so the thought that might click in someone's brain is, is she uncomfortable? Is she comfortable with her body? Because what you want to depict is I love my body. I am gorgeous. Yeah. I am beautiful. And I want someone who's going to love my body. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's Nikki. When I, that's what I saw when I said, that's what I felt when I looked mm. at your profile, oh, I just felt the confidence and that's what you want. Mm-hmm. That's what you want. You want transparent taken uh, what you're comfortable with, but if, and if you're not comfortable with it, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. She has so many straight on photos. So we Mm -hmm. just need to switch them out now. Yeah. I just, I take a lot of photos for Instagram, obviously. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm contorted in a lot of them because Mm -hmm. you have to have angles (laughs) Um, so that you aren't always having a full face on photo Mm because that's boring. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's why. But for online dating. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Because you want to look relatively similar in all of your photos. Okay. And if there's that one photo where you look drastically different, people are going to go up. Oh, that's the real photo. And the rest are all old. Got it. Because okay. that's just how our mind works. You know, our, our brain is wired to automatically go to the bad place. Yeah. <laughs> it's a way, the, like a way to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. So that photo was my, the, my first one was my last one. Mm-hmm. And Bumble told me to change it. So I was like, okay. So they were like, this is the one that gets the most attention. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they come up with that like algorithm because you're not liking photos on Bumble. So how do they know? It could be depending on when people scroll. Yeah. When they, are they swiping right as they scroll? Oh. Like, oh, is it, okay. And then they swipe mm, right. That makes sense. So they get to the end of the profile and then they swipe. Right. So they liked, that's why they're saying that. Right. Okay, here's the ironic thing. Mm-hmm. I have been getting more legit conversations since I changed my photo to that one. 
which I think is weird because I do know that's a rule. And I was like going to change it out, but I've been getting so many messages and dates. Can you specify which, now you're talking about the picture you have as the primary photo right now. Yeah. Right? Okay. In the and, sunglasses, mm-hmm. which and I know is a no, no. <laughs> and that one is um, inspiring more conversation. I don't know if it's inspiring more conversation, but I'm definitely getting more matches and conversations, but that turn into dates. And I wonder if it's because, because it's not um, full transparency right away, right away, they're more looking through your profile. Okay. Like it's, it's almost like, oh, I'm intrigued. It intrigues people. And so they keep reading. Yeah. So maybe that could be it. That Hmm. could be it. Or it's, it's just sort of, we're connecting dots that, that don't exist. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> We're trying to make a math equation yeah. out of something that's right. not that. I mean, train a. It also is January. So it could just be that more people yeah, are trying to Yeah, there's a date, huge right? spike. Yeah. Absolutely. So, because everyone made the resolutions. Everyone's talking, about, oh, I'm right. going to change. Yes. This is the busiest time of year for singles on dating. Right. Apps. So it really could just be that. Yeah. Could be anything. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Well, now I have an assignment. Can we go through the rest of our profile? Oh, okay. Uh, yes. Okay. And then this is my second, like, as you scroll down, this is like my basics. Can we cover, let's, can we make sure to cover the basics just for a second? Yeah. Because I'm noticing something on okay. these dating apps now. And I'm noticing it more and more where I think um, a lot of women, specifically plus size women who identify as liberal are being targeted on at mm. these apps. Really? Yes. Wow. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So- just just putting that out there okay so you have everything yeah um okay this is my second photo this used to be my first photo yeah see i i i love that photo i i love that photo i love the background and see that would make a nice primary photo if it were more up close of your face Mm -hmm. because that background is just it just grabs you right away because you have to remember when people are swiping they're going very very fast Mm -hmm. they need something that makes them stop and I, I like that. If you could maybe zoom in on that one uh, and crop it so that it's mostly your face with the background, I think that would be gorgeous because I love that photo. Okay. I love that dress. I love the background, everything. Thank you. It's a Target dress. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Slapstick humor, Will Ferrell movie date. Okay. Yep. That usually gets a lot of discussion mm-hmm. because boys Men love- like Will Ferrell. Exactly. <laughs> love it. Okay. Then my third photo is a picture of me in a bathing suit. I think a- I put that one on there. You did. Yeah. A robot. Yeah, I love that photo. I um, love it. And I yeah. know people say things like, oh, you don't want to post a picture that's provocative. If you're in a bathing suit, fuck that. Because <laughs> we could be wearing a potato sack. They're yes. still going to objectify us. Right. You know what I mean? So if you feel confident in a photo where you're wearing a bathing suit, post it. Do it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Don't worry about, oh, it's too provocative. No, we're not responsible for that. Right. We're not responsible for how men objectify and sexualize us. Love that. I love Great. that picture. Thank you. My fourth picture is a, one of me with friends. Because, mm-hmm. um, but it's also a full body. I don't know if I have another photo of it. No, but it's a full body shot. So mm-hmm. you can see my, and it's straight on. <laughs> That's my full okay. body. You're in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And you, I think we all know how we feel about men who take shots in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not a fan. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Um, and I think if you're going to post a selfie, I think selfies are fine. 
you know, as long as it's not all selfies, you want to have a sort of an evenly spread out yeah. with a selfie and maybe a candid and then maybe like a professionally taken photo. Uh, I don't like the camera in the mirror. Okay. Like the self. I don't, I'm not crazy about that. Okay. I think in my mind, I was like, oh, it's like what I really look like, mm-hmm. you know, like in everyday life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can't see it really. You're looking down. I can't see your face. You're in the bathroom. Okay. And again, why do we feel this need? Oh, I have to show them what I look like without makeup. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah. You can do whatever the hell you want. And if, if an adult male doesn't realize that women don't always look, don't always have foundation and eyelashes, that's on them. But, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're not obligated to be like, this is what I'm going to look like at six o'clock in the morning, you know, just so you know, you don't have to do that. Yeah. It's not on you. I think sadly I'm probably wearing makeup here. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> I love this picture. I love this picture. It's just, so fun. <laughs> it's just so fun. And if you look at it very quickly, it's almost like, is you jumping? Are you like, are you like, what's that word? Levitating? Yeah. I like yeah. it. It's an optical illusion. It makes you stop. And that's what you want. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's me sitting on an ice bar for yeah. everyone on the phone mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or on the podcast. Um, yeah. Okay. And then I think my last, that was my last photo. So then I connected my Spotify. Yeah. And I'd like Spotify works because our music taste tells us a lot. Mm-hmm. It says yeah. a lot about us. Well, and I you like know? country and I know that's polarizing. So mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I like that to <laughs> sort of be like, you know, at least like, they can see that like I went on a date with a guy this week and I told him I like country and he was sort of like Ugh. yeah and I was like okay if that's not for you then I'm not for you right yeah he's clearly yeah. never been to Windy City smoke out <laughs> yeah I think if you could switch in a, a couple more photos where um that are more straight straight mm-hmm. on okay and and if you can zoom in on that other photo view with the nice background with the mural background okay. like the the different I think okay so I think that we're unlocking something here and the contorting thing is like it's like me trying to show my body because I think when I'm straight on I look skinnier Mm -hmm. right Nikki yes you do so like when I'm showing myself from like the side I think it's me trying to show that I'm bigger Mm. And 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 can we talk about why why we do that because so we don't get the reason why we do that and it's because we are terrified of going into that first date and uh, men lashing out at us. Right. Right. Yeah. Because a woman's, the biggest fear for a first date is, is this man going to kill me? Mm-hmm. A man's biggest fear of a first date is, is she going to catfish me? Yeah. Like that's the luxury that they have. You know, we go into first dates concerned for our safety. Men are like, is she going to look like her photos? Right. Right. I know it's effed up, but yeah, I feel like so Nikki and I say like there's this thing where like we go on dates and it's like we get the look right where they're like oh I didn't expect you to look like this and I've had the look enough that I'm like clearly I'm not showing what I look like that I need to change something so that people aren't surprised when I show up and I'm like then I'm in like a trauma headspace where I'm Mm -hmm. like I get like PTSD of like people not wanting to be with me, you know? Yeah. It's, that's very real. Right. That's very real. We will, I'll mention it briefly. We talked about this before. I am certified in trauma recovery and I did it to apply it to dating because I do think that dating is traumatizing. And I do think that dating specifically online dating is resulting in a lot of PTSD, right? Especially 
in situations like this, that fear, you know, and that, and that, um, like putting yourself up to be judged and inspected in a way. So yeah, I, I get it. But could that, could that reaction be more about them projecting their own bullshit? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because men feel entitled to like the, uh, who was it? Was it Tracy? She, I think on, on TikTok, I believe her username is Tracy Turnblad, Tracy T. And she was talking about how men feel entitled to like the top 10% mm-hmm. of women strictly by being men. And when that doesn't happen, it's like that, that rage inside of them because they cannot attract the women that they want. Right. So who do they, who do they take it out on? The mm-hmm. woman. Yeah. You know, specifically a plus size woman because society has made us believe that that's okay. Right. You know? So yeah. is that because your photos are misleading or is it because they're just a dick? Yeah. Right. I mean, they're just a dick, obviously, but I think it's, we're putting it on ourselves Mm -hmm. to not want to have that experience again. And and I understand some of it's to make sure we don't, Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, those are some of those situations. uh, I don't, and again, this is something men just don't understand. Mm -hmm. Um, I've, I've seen some of these stories on TikTok. It's horrifying. You know, these men just unleash rage Mm -hmm. on women. If the yeah. women don't look like their photos or the women are plus sized, what is this? I didn't think you'd be that, what? I don't even under, like I understand it, mm-hmm. but it makes no sense. I'm looking at your photos. I'm like, I don't, like, I, I, like, I, I get know. it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think men understand the, how, how unsettling and unnerving it is for women, specifically plus size women to walk into that first date. Yeah, yeah, they definitely don't. really don't understand. No. It's, it's can be, it's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. And then and that so, leads to women thinking that they need to qual- like tell people, like say no, like in their bios, tell them that they're plus size or they're fat or like have conversations about it beforehand too. And it's like straight size people don't have to do that. Why do we have to? Right. Right. I, yeah. And it's, and it's to avoid that. And it's mm-hmm. to, I don't know, because I, I almost feel like even when when plus size women tell men this, they don't they believe still it, get mad. they don't believe it, they don't understand it. I just think that this is about me, these guys being really frustrated that they're mm-hmm. not getting the women that they feel entitled to that mm-hmm. in reality, they can't pull even on yeah. a good day. And so they take it out on women. They take that anger out on women do the same rules that you've told us for our profiles for attracting men. Is that the same for queer profiles? Yeah. It, yes. It's all the same rules. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Just want to make sure because we do have listeners that, you know, need tips too. And I feel yeah, like we're, of course. Yeah, we're, it's very, all we're about- very, we talk a lot about our dating. Yeah. Because we're heterosexual. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know, I just want to make sure. Yeah. My, yeah. I have another question about the, cause we, Nikki and I both don't say like, we don't, physically say like I'm fat in our profiles like mm-hmm. as a prompt or you know about me or anything we tried but it once we as did an experiment and hated it yeah um what are your because uh, there are just some women I know that follow us too and they're very adamant about that they need to have that in their profile and I think for them it's a safety thing like we were just talking about but like mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on on that like qualifying and I just hate the idea that we have to qualify it. Yeah. I hate that because do you think men do that? No. Men don't put that shit in their profile. 
I have, have wait I have seen men put I'm trying to lose weight or I'm working on my fitness I have seen that a bunch I saw yeah. a guy last night who was um turned to the side and had his pants pulled out in a mirror photo showing how much weight he's lost you know we don't owe anybody an explanation as mm-hmm. uh, to our bodies men mm-hmm. or women we don't owe mm-hmm. anybody that explanation and it's the fact that we feel like well you know just so that you know like I'm not always going to look like this but what if you do yeah what if, what if you do yeah what if you do what if you break a leg what if right. you do mm-hmm. you want someone who wants you as as is now thin heavier whatever yeah that's the type of person you want that is with you because they fall in love like yeah you want the the physical attraction but you want someone who falls in love with your character and your personality and your, yeah. your mm-hmm. compassion and your empathy and that's what you want so people like that i think they're they're, they're looking for a, sp- a specific type of person Mm-hmm. which is someone who's very looks focused, mm-hmm. you know, and like we, we're, it's okay to want physical attraction, but if that's, if that's what makes up a huge chunk of, of, of attraction to your partner, I think you can, you're going to struggle, you know, because life happens, man. It's just, mm-hmm. we're, we're not always going to stay the same mm-hmm. Yeah, for the most part, most of us. Mm-hmm. Unless we're vampires. Unless we're vampires, absolutely <laughs> specific. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't like those qualifiers, but I understand why women do it. Again, I'm going to stress what makes you feel safe. Yeah. What is going to make you feel more comfortable going into that first date? And if it's putting that sort of that disclaimer, do it. My concern is that the wrong person. It's kind of like when we say things like looking for somebody who's honest. Well, that implies I've dated men who aren't honest, Mm -hmm. you know, looking for somebody dependable. Oh, I've dated somebody who hasn't been dependable. And I feel like these disclaimers that we put out there actually attracts the very people we're trying to avoid. It's Mm -hmm. like the no hookups, Mm -hmm. never put no hookups in your, in your body. Because guys do that to say they want hookups. Uh, Guys do that to say they want they put no hookups so they can have hookups. Uh, I do think some guys, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, I've had guy friends who's told me they put that in their profile, like Tinder <sighs> profile, to, because it ensures they get hookups. Yeah, it's it's when women it's put easy. that in their profile, it attracts the wrong people. Yeah, mm-hmm. because yes. it it conveys a there's a it makes you way more vulnerable than you realize. I had a guy tell me on dates that he is really turned off when women um, put like a whole diatribe about like you know what they're looking for um but specifically it's like it just comes off very angry is what he said sort of like um not just what you're looking for but kind of like what you're saying like a lot of no's like no hookups no like needs to be like really serious like but I was like but don't they know what they want why is that a bad thing I think the know this know that men and women equally it's you negative. want to stay, you not only, you want to stay positive, but you also forget about writing the laundry list of what you're looking for. And instead yeah. focus on yourself. Okay. And when I meet with clients, I say, okay, I want you to come up with what are your core values in your ideal partner? Uh, what are your core personality traits? What are their, what are your, what are your passions and interests? And then I want you to come up with examples of each because we're going to focus on you and we're going to attract the people that that profile resonates with. Because when you have a laundry list and you say, looking for somebody, this, this, and this, 
someone could read your profile and say, well, I'm that and I'm that, but I'm not that. Mm. And okay, so I'm just, we're all like anticipating rejection at this point using apps. Mm -hmm. So when they see that like, oh, okay, nope, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do that. So if you read, if you talk about yourself, people are more likely to read your profile and go, oh, you know, she likes, you know, she likes meditation. She's into mindfulness. She's into Star Trek. She does this, she does that you know, little things are going to jump out at them rather than feeling like I have to meet all these requirements. Yeah. And so the know this and the know that it does just, it makes you sound really negative. Yeah. You know, that's why I would say avoid it. It's just not a great use of the space. Yeah. So little of that space now. We was like, I'm so glad you don't have any of that in your profile. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. Cool. Yeah. I'm a cool girl. Right. You know, I like, what am I supposed to take away from that? The minute they start they start um, comparing you to other women. It's like I know. hard pass, yeah. right? hard pass. Right? Oh, yep. God. Is there yeah. a way in our profile or like when we're swiping um, to weed out casual relationships or people who are just looking for something casual? Uh, the, the first thing what you should do is put a line in your profile that says dating, to, dating with the intention of finding a long-term relationship. Get that in there. Make sure, try to use a platform that allows you to select your preferred relationship option. See, this is why I think Hinge sucks mm-hmm. because it doesn't allow, and it, now you have to ask all the questions that you don't want to ask. Like, oh, what are you looking for? Blah, 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 blah. You want to know. Mm-hmm. You want to know what you're getting into. So you're going to put that line in. But when you're reading somebody's profile, look for distancing language, you know, open to a relationship, mm-hmm. just, just checking this out. You know, where they seem kind of one foot in and one foot out, pay attention to the language that they use. Yeah. Um, is there any substance in their bio? If there's no substance and is focused on, you know, hobbies or uh, just anything that just doesn't, doesn't show that they have an emotional intelligence. Look for emotional intelligence, okay. empathy, self-awareness, introspection, accountability, uh, self-improvement. These are the things you would, that's, that's, those are signs of emotional intelligence. Shit, look, you literally just described onesie, this guy that we talk about on the podcast, um, who like says he's like, you know, I'm open to whatever, mm-hmm. you know? And I think it took me too long to realize that that's, he doesn't actually mean, yeah. he's not ready for that. Right. Watch for the one foot in and one foot out yeah. person. Um, if they select new friends, short-term dating, long-term dating, you know, I, all of it. I, right. Yeah. That either means they don't know what they want because someone who's looking for a long-term relationship, they're looking for a long-term relationship. Yeah. They might be open to a hookup, but if they're smart, they're not going to check that off. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So they're going to put relationship or marriage or long-term relationship or long-term dating. Uh, and that's it. And maybe short-term dating because that sort of implies like I want to get to know somebody and take my time, but mm-hmm. ultimately this is what I'm looking for. If they select everything, no. Okay. Because they Bumble, either- you can actually say, don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. And that's a no. That's <laughs> a hard pass. Yeah. That's, um, if they select all of them or multiple ones that are sort of polar opposite, like long-term dating and, and casual hookup, they either don't know what they want or they know what they want and they're using mm-hmm. the promise of potential relationship to get the other thing, which is yeah. something casual. Um, but of course the dead giveaway always is, so what are you looking for? Yeah. Dead giveaway. Mm-hmm. And they're asking that question 
to open the conversation. They're using it as a springboard because they can't just be like, so just so that you know, I'm just looking for something casual. Because right. see, if a woman I just want to fuck <laughs> that, but if a woman asks them and they answer honestly, and then it's the, well, at least I was honest. It's the, I was honest. So give me points. Yeah. Give me a cookie for being honest. Yeah, so that's I mean, they do it. sometimes that's I get cookies because I'm like, thanks for at least for being honest. Like, yeah. I do that, that. Like, being dishonest, I guess. Like, thank yeah. you for being a decent human being. Yeah, you're right. Thank you for oh, doing okay. the bare minimum. Thank I've you for doing the bare minimum. Right, Ooh. exactly. Well, yeah. Lynn, I think it's funny because, like, a guy did tell me that, and I was like, okay, that's not what I'm looking for. And then he messaged me the next day, and he's like, okay, so when are we going to hook up? And I was like, no, that's not what I'm looking for. Right. I, mm, <laughs> right. what the hell? Right. Yeah. Would you suggest a woman asking a guy what they're looking for? Uh, my podcast host, Sarah, and I, we have uh, what we call statements only. It's the statements right. only approach. You don't right. ask anybody anything. You tell them. I'm dating to, with the intention of finding a long-term relationship. Okay. That's it. And you make it really clear. Like you put it in your profile and then you exchange, once you match and you exchange a couple messages uh, or you're out on that first date, mm-hmm. You know, you know, I just want to reiterate, I'm dating with the intention of finding a long-term relationship. You know, I just like to make sure that, um, you know, I'm not wasting, I'm wasting anybody's time. Yeah. Act I think, like you're trying to help them. I think it scares so many people to say stuff like that. Cause it's like, you know, that you're going to like not attract as many people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's, I know I agree, it, but it's scary. I think mm-hmm. especially to plus size women because we feel like we already living in a shallow swimming pool mm-hmm. so it's like if I'm already taking out you know like let's say there's 50 guys in a room only 25 are attracted to fat women um and then we have to find people who actually want relationships okay we have like two mm-hmm. now we're all fighting over these two guys mm-hmm. so it's like okay well why don't I widen my dating pool and say like maybe it can happen but like we're setting ourselves up for disappointment right I think in general, uh, women, all women mm-hmm. are pretty much pursuing the same small pool. Okay. Uh, did, did you see that TikTok this week from the woman who was talking about the, the data? Mm-hmm. Where, what, what was it? 80% of men, uh, 80% of the lower half of the lower portion of men are going after, uh, are going after, I think, the lower 20% of women. Yeah. Whereas 78% of the top, what is it? The 78% of the lower rating or however it's ranked women are going yeah. up to the top 20% of men. Yeah. She was like so calling the men, it the Chads and the Angela's yeah, that whole and thing. The Jessica's and the this. Yeah. yeah. And it, basically what it's saying is what, what the result was is men are dating down on apps. Yeah. And women are not. Mm-hmm. Women are dating up. Mm-hmm. Not that that's a bad thing, but the disproportionate nature of it is part of why it's so, so mm-hmm. difficult. That's why this is crazy because I don't feel like I'm dating up. <laughs> I know. I know. No. I feel like I feel like I'm maybe I'm dating evenly and I feel like I would be okay with that. Like if we I feel like we're on a level playing field. I think that is the best approach. Yeah. And you know, I I said in the I, I mentioned earlier, you know, I met my boyfriend on okay Cupid. Right. Three years ago. And uh, what I when people say, Oh, well, how did you and I just said I, I like I I know how to tell when somebody's available and not available. Mm-hmm. You know, his profile had all the substance. Um, we had really good conversations. Um, he had specific things that were really important to me. Like 
he his daughter is his top priority, which mm-hmm. was an absolute must have for me, uh, because it, it's just a sign of being honorable and having integrity. Uh, and I, I focused on those things, and I wasn't trying to track down or chase down guys that you know they're taking forever to respond to you. Yeah, and they're talking around going out. Like no, just go for the men who are available who, that you're attracted to that want to meet you. Yeah, stop trying to. Like, stop trying to, I think that there's some level of intragender competition Yeah. where, and I think social media plays a big role in this, where we see pictures now of everybody's significant other. And we're like, well, wait a minute. If she can get him, well, then I can get him or I can do better. Not realizing that, you know, we've been sold this false bill of goods about what men find attractive and don't find attractive. And that's to pit us against each other and make us, um, put so much focus on our looks because, you know, society believes we exist to appeal to the male gaze. Mm-hmm. When really, you know, I think we think that what we find attractive or what we've told is attractive are what men find attractive. When in reality, like, that's not the case. You know, like, what we find attractive in a partner isn't necessarily what men find attractive or physically attractive. Yeah. You know? Interesting. Did I, did I answer the original question? I have a tendency I think, to I think you did. I think you answered it way more. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. Great. You're good. Um, so when you were saying you're like, focus on what you want and like having them pinpoint down to like saying, like, if they ask you out, like they're going to make a time and date to like, they're actually going to do it. There's this theory. If he wanted to, he would like, do you you, like, what are your opinions on this theory? And like, should I pursue somebody who I like, or like, should I only let them pursue me? I, my my personal is they need to meet you halfway, every step of the way, every step of the way, you know? Uh, And so uh, like, if you put out there, if you say like, you know, they need to be if you're replying within like the first couple of hours, they need to be replying within the first couple of hours. If let's say you suggest a video date, they suggest meeting offline. They from the get need to be, it's gotta be 50, 50. I know that's a, and I'm not talking about money, although that's a whole other can of worms. Um, But they need to show you they're ready to do the work and none of this. So do you want to meet bullshit? Yeah. No, it starts from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. you know hold off for someone who says would you like to meet for a drink or for a coffee yeah if they you want to date someone who knows how to use their words mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. communication is so key yeah from just hold off for somebody who meets you halfway who who does the work and so do i believe in the if he wanted to he would yeah i do okay yeah i do okay and and but also I think if you wanted to, you would. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It can't just be like, okay. So I think like I struggle with the, if I, if he wanted to, he would thing because it's like, they're like, okay, well, is he following up? Is he like doing this? Like, but I'm like, why is the onus always on him? Like, shouldn't I be doing something to show that I'm also interested? Because like my feeling and thought would be like, if I'm feeling like I'm not being like, if he's doing all the work, then I think if that were me, I would feel like that's unattractive. Like, mm-hmm. like you're saying sort of like meet halfway. So like, let's say I have a date today, he set it up, we picked a time and place and everything, but I 
you know, like we were texting last night, but we never like confirmed. So I messaged him today to be like, are you sure? Like we're still meeting. Yep. But I think a lot of women would be like, no, wait for him to confirm. No. Oh, I know God. there's so many rules. Right? It's so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Here's what it comes down to. Do you want to waste your time or not waste your time? Yeah. yeah. Confirm the date. If they don't answer, you know, right. That's it. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not, you're not surrendering your dignity. It's, mm-hmm. Hey, I, I value my time. And yeah. I could do other things. All you have to right. say, hey, just double checking. Are we confirmed for seven o'clock? It's da 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 tonight. Yeah. And if you don't hear from them, like I would say at least three, three plus hours before the date, it's a no. Okay. Order some crab rangoon and eat your feelings. Right? Like how many people they'll send that text, they don't get a response and they still show up. And I'm like, but they didn't yeah, people show up. And, and the, the date won't show up. And I'm like, but you, but you texted them and you they never didn't, confirmed they it. didn't yeah. confirm yeah. Right. that was their way of saying no. And it's a complete bitch ass way to do it. But that was their way of saying no. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and clearly they're not ready for something and yeah. they can't Just, even confirm a date. Yeah. Oh, Preserve right. your energy, but really value your time and show yeah. that you're going to value. That's how you show. I value my, that's not you being desperate. Okay. That's you demonstrating. I value my time. I have yeah. other things I can be doing here. Yeah. Are we on or not? Yeah. You don't have to say it like that. Yeah. You don't have to say it like that. We're doing it or not. What's up? <laughs> okay. I like that because I feel like it is definitely if they wanted to, they would like mm-hmm. meaning following up after like setting a second date and all that stuff. But I think like we, me, I know I do this especially, but I'm like, okay, should I be waiting for him? Like, should I be putting it all on his plate? But I like the 50, 50 thing. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I have a friend who's like, I will never, I never text a guy first ever. Like he's always has to be following up with me. Mm. And I was like, that just seems like a really, a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. After and that stress first, on yourself. After that first date, especially if they've paid, you have to send that text. Say thank because you. that's just yeah. proper etiquette. Yeah. yeah. That's not, this isn't about men or women. This is about somebody bought you something. If yeah. this were ye oldie times, you'd be sending them a telegram saying, thank you. Right. you'd be buying a thank you note yeah, and, all thank you have you to, and that's how you let somebody know i want to see you again right there's a benefit in that like hey thank you so much for drinks it was great to meet you hope to do it again soon either mm-hmm. they respond or they don't they don't right yeah that right there might be a game changer because so many women just wait for them to text yeah and let me tell oh, you i always say thank you yeah if guys remember that guys remember that because what they're you know women are always concerned about we're going to be used for sex Men have a similar concern of the money we're just going to be used for money. Yeah. Which way, way, way. I don't I feel like, as bad for them. I, have I don't need your money. For right. We don't need your money. <laughs> um, but, you know, that tax says, I appreciate you. Who doesn't like to be appreciated? appreciated? And it's not about you need to show men. No, that's just a human thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Show appreciation. Everybody yeah. likes to feel appreciated. Right. How would you feel if you pay, you know, if you bought somebody something and they didn't say thank you, mm-hmm. like if they didn't send a note and yeah. no, it doesn't count if you say it on the date. No, you want to yeah. make that extra effort because mm-hmm. guys recognize that guys recognize what you're doing. Like, oh, that took some balls because they're the ones who have always been asking women out. So they're like, oh, OK, she's taking that risk. I appreciate that. I can yeah. respect like respect there. It mm-hmm. scores points, I think. Yeah. I think it is just a respect thing. I'm going to admit that I haven't always done that. Really? 
Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I don't, even if I, I didn't have a good time, like well, not a good time, but you know, Oh yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't I would send that text you. unless you want to see them again. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cause you That's don't want to send any mixed messages. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's a lot of like men do wait for that text because they're like, was she interested? Was she not? Um, okay. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. You mentioned sex and us being used for sex. Do you have rules on having sex with somebody? Like, are you supposed to wait a certain number of dates? Like, do you have a theory on when is the right time to have sex with somebody? Okay. <sighs> if you want a relationship. Hold on. I that. just, I need to roll up yeah. for this one. Uh, so if I hear one more stupid, don't kiss for 90 days, don't do this, don't let men use you as a toilet. Like there's some stuff on that app and really just in general, the internet that makes me very ragey. Mm-hmm. Um, have sex when you want to have sex. And if that's the first date, do it. Because here's the thing. If they like you, it's not going to matter. Mm-hmm. If they judge you, fuck them, fuck that guy. You don't need him because he's being a hypocrite. And this is the thing. It's like, let's apply some logic here. So you guys have sex and he decides because you did the thing that he did too. You're not worth dating. Yeah. You don't want to date somebody like that. He's doing you a favor if he blows you off. Now, would I recommend it? No. No. Because I do think, you know, brain chemistry wise, you're hopped up on so many brain chemicals that your judgment is impaired. And once that oxytocin starts going, you lose your inhibitions, you start, you're more trusting. I do think it's best to put some space between dates so that you can have a more um, clear and focused impression of somebody. Mm -hmm. However, if you feel it and you feel comfortable and you know, if this doesn't work out, if I don't hear from them, I'm still going to be okay because they, they don't determine my worth and my value. Have fun mm-hmm. with the right guy. It's not going to matter. Yeah. And stop listening to people who tell you, well, you know, Oh, well, guys like to work for stuff and guys, please stop. We all need to stop with that bullshit. Yeah. It's not stop listening to it. Do what you feel is right for you at mm-hmm. the pace you dictate. None of this you have to wait anytime an arbitrary time frame gets brought up Well, you need to wait X amount of dates. Why, why, why that okay. length? Ask the person what, what, what is that? Why that length? Why? And most of them will never be able to answer it. That's how, you know, because we're all different. Yeah. We all, we all have different lived experiences. 90 days might work for you. Nine days might work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. That's how you know it's bullshit. When there's an arbitrary time frame attached to it, it's bullshit. Yeah. So have sex when you want to have sex. When you know that, you know, play out the scenarios in your head. How am I going to feel if I don't hear from him? Yeah. You know, am I going to be okay with that? Am I going to feel worse about it? Mm-hmm. And I think we do, we really need to normalize women using men for sex. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we all, again, oh, you know, you let him, you gave it to him, you gave him the cookie, you did this. You, why is it always that the men are benefiting from mm-hmm. it, but we're not? Did you have fun? Mm-hmm. Cool. You use yeah. him for sex. Fuck him. Right. We need to normalize using men for sex. I really like yes. The- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I really like the barometer, though, of like how you feel. Yeah. Like, 
on the date and like deciding like if I never see him again and I have sex am I going to be okay Mm -hmm. that's the question to ask yeah how am I I going to feel about me right yeah because I had a date this week and um or last week and it was like he obviously wanted to have sex I just knew that if I did it I would not feel good about not myself, but just about the situation. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't on my time frame, and I need to be comfortable. Right. And I Mm -hmm. didn't feel good about like, um, like I hadn't shaved, you know, there's just like, I just know that I'm not going to feel myself. Right. So I was like, no. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think afterwards I was like, okay, well, I probably won't ever hear from him again, but like, is that bad? No, that, that just, we kick him to the curb. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and I, again, I don't think men understand that like when we, when we feel like, oh, you know, I didn't shave, I didn't do this. It's not about you, motherfucker. No, no it's, it's about, about us. Yeah. It's like what, what makes us feel comfortable with our bodies. Right. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to be bringing my A game <laughs> if, I'm not, if I don't feel like I'm bringing the A body. Okay. Yeah. Yep, so yep, she, she's we're B team right now and we need A. <laughs> I hear you. I feel that. And that's, yeah, yeah it's based on what is, what's your pace? Mm-hmm. What do you need? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? Forget yeah. about what they're going to think. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah. But, but more importantly too, stop wearing what other women are going to think. Right. Right. Yeah. Stop wearing, because this is really where all these rules and in, in yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean if I want to have sex on the first date, like if I'm worried that other women are going to judge me, like my friends or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, how many of us, like, let's, let's be honest. We lie. We yeah. lie. We don't, oh no, we didn't do it on the first date. Right. We, right, we right. Until the third. Yeah. Yeah, I have guy friends who are like, I, I've dated so many women who have been like, I told my friends we had sex on the third date and they right. had sex on the first. Right. You know, we put so much stock in that. We need to stop judging women for this because mm-hmm. there's this fear that if sex becomes too accessible, then it can't be used as a bartering chip. Mm. Right. Oh my God, mic drop, Kristen. <laughs> and so that's why I think a lot of women are like, you know, you have to wait, you have to do this. No, you don't. You don't have to do anything. You do what you want to do. Wow. Yeah, that's mind blown. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> yeah, I've never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Because if you're doing something that other women don't, then they feel like they're going to have to do the same thing. And then they can't yeah. use it as like a way to get men to like, yeah, and, and do what they and want. <laughs> again, think about this like waiting for, you know, using sex to get commitment implies that you think men only commit to get sex. Yeah. Why would you want to be with a man who would only commit to you to get consistent sex? Because that's the only thing he would value. Yeah. Yeah. Logic. Apply the logic. (laughs) Follow the logic and you cannot go wrong. You've had the power all along, Dorothy. I just feel like something's been unlocked in me this week and (laughs) I feel like I'm just going to be dating so much smarter. And I think that's the thing. Mm -hmm. It's like you have to date smarter, not harder. Yes. Um, yes. But it's so hard to get to that. I mean, like I'm 36. So like, you know, I'm, I'm only just getting to that realization. What does that, what does that mean? What's the age we're represented above? Um, I don't know. Just that it took this long to like, I don't know, get to the point where I like actually feel like you're going to make me cry, Kristen. Um, like that. I don't know. I wasn't successful. Society has set it up so that we're so that it, oh, no, it takes us so hard. It, it takes this long. It, this is not like we all bring our stuff, our experiences to this experience of dating, right? Right, and we all get there. It doesn't matter when you get there. 
Yeah. Doesn't matter when you get there. Logically, I know that. <laughs> but sometimes it's like it makes you feel like there's something defective about you. Right. Yeah. 100%. And I think that, no, I know there's that, but it, it's also the, um, like this thing where, and I do it too. I'm like, why are they 40 and single? Like, what's wrong with them? You know? What, what about men? Yeah. So I feel like people are thinking that about me. That's because that's how we think about men. But why, why do we think that way about men? Why? Because we've been told to think that way about men. Right. Right. Yeah. Because yes. really, who, who do we hear that from? Do we ever hear your grandfather, your father, your brother say, oh, 40 and single? Oh, no, we hear that from other women. Yeah, true. You know, but it's I, and nowadays where everyone's getting married later and or well, like the, that our average age for our first marriage is what, 28? And the average length of the first marriage is seven to eight years. So we're so, just skipping our first divorce. <laughs> right, right. Like yeah. you don't need, you're not going to need the starter. Right. You've done all the work, right? I just need the meal. You just need the meal? Is that what you Yeah, have? you said, um, I don't need the starter. <laughs> you might think of <laughs> Right, right. I love to think of things as food. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Makes it, that's, it's, it helps with sense memory. It's how we can, it's a better, yeah. it's, it's an easier way to process things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or not. yeah. Yeah. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to. Nikki, how those. you doing? You okay? I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I cried because she cried. You know, I, I, I'm an empathy crier. Mm-hmm. Um, I am too. Man, I don't. I feel like there's nowhere else we can go after that. And on a cry note. No. Sorry. Did I, I bring think, the room down? I feel bad. No, no. They, honestly, we, we always end on a sad note. We like oh. not on purpose. We no. just get so intense usually. Wait, real quick. Velociraptoring. Oh. I have to give my podcast co-host the, the credit for that because she's really the one that came up with it. And it's, we were talking about, a, a woman was talking about how she had gone on two dates with a guy and they had shared, you know, they met online and their conversations were really deep. And he, they, he shared about his like personal healing journey and they had dinner on the first date. It was great. And second date, he came over and watched the movie and they fooled around, but they didn't have sex. And Sarah, <laughs> she said, you know, that scene in Jurassic Park, with a velociraptor is trying to get into the kitchen mm-hmm. and he figures out how to open the doors with his teeny tiny little hands and his arms. Men, that's men. Men are getting better at this. Mm-hmm. They're learning what they have to say and what they have to do to get us more comfortable. Like uh, they become sensitive and emotionally. It's like the men who say male feminist. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, no, that's something about that just feels it, like you just yeah, should be. You shouldn't have feminist. to tell me you're using it. Mm-hmm. So they're using sensitivity and, and pretending to be self-aware, thinking that's going to get me more sex. And then, you know, second date, they fooled around, no sex. It didn't get him sex. What happened a few days later? Oh, I don't think we have an emotional connection. Really? Because you just opened, you just poured your heart out to this woman, mm-hmm. but there's no emotional. That's bullshit. That's how you know it's bullshit. No emotional connection. Then why do you feel so comfortable like with your healing journey? Quote, unquote. Yeah. You know, it's more like two dates. I had only decided, you know, I put in my nice, I put in enough nice, I put in enough effort. You didn't put out after two dates. I'm not making any more effort. And men will come into my comments and say, well, maybe he just, you know, maybe he just decided. And like, then all he had to say was, I don't really think that there's long-term compatibility down the road, or I think you're great. You know, I'm, this guy said to her, 
you know, as much as I'm physically attracted to you, I don't feel there's an emotional connection. Like, why do you have to be a dick about it? Mm-hmm. It's two dates. Yeah. Why should there be an emotional connection after two dates? Yeah. Free show. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You know, you're trying to make her. It's just when when people say things like that, it's 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 almost like they're shaming you. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you failed. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't open my heart. Right. Just say I don't see this. See long term potential. Be yeah. vague. Keep it open. You don't have to be specific. I think that's important. So, yeah, the velociraptors. They put in enough nice, and sex comes out. And I think that's from. I want to believe. I think Sarah said that's from a, a Jezebel article. She mm-hmm. quoted that yeah. from a Jezebel article. Yeah, it's. I like to call those soft boys and they're typically what I date where they seem very emotionally available and they put in enough work. And then usually we have sex and then I never hear from them again. Yeah. And then they, or they come right after sex, they're completely like emotionally Emotionally unavailable, unavailable. Like it like flips like my ex, like he was like, so, so like emotionally available. And then like, once we got in a relationship, he's like, I put in the work we're done. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm just here coasting. At least that's how it like, you know, it's just like, uh, the last, like really that like term. Yeah. They learn how they've learned how to open the doors. Yeah. Yeah. With nice, with Mr. Sensitive, mm-hmm. with the sensitivity yeah. and all that stuff. They, uh, they've just learned how to open the doors. <laughs> and the cupboards. And the cupboards. And the cupboards. Yeah. <laughs> they're opening up a lot of doors, but they're not. <laughs> oh yeah yeah but they're not really putting much in exactly. and you can take that in a lot of ways yeah. you can take that in a lot of ways <laughs> <laughs> oh my god amazing Kristen thank you so much for coming. this is awesome us. thank you so much for having me I had a, this is this was phenomenal I had such a great time talking to you make awesome. sure you guys follow her at datology coach on tiktok and um, check out our website datologycoach.com and then you have your datology coach podcast which mm-hmm. is on all platforms right yeah Great. Thank you so much. Guys, thank you so much. At the end of every episode, we say bye together. Would you want to say bye with us? I would love to. Yes. Thank you for including me. That's always nice. Okay. Um, Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Swipe Fat. You can join our private Facebook group. Just search Swipe Fat Podcast and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.